You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You're planning a vacation, an escape from the day-to-day routine of everyday life. You're looking forward to getting pampered in some sunbathed tropical island getaway, surrounded by cool, balmy breezes with the soothing, relaxing sounds of calypso music playing distantly in the warm island air. Doesn't it sound wonderful? Well, don't leave your pets at home. They want to go too. Welcome to Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales host, Jane Franceschi. Welcome to a special series of reports for Travel Tales called Luxury Digs. Being in the doghouse never felt so good. I'm your host, Janine Franceschi, and thank you for joining us. I am the owner of PAW, pet-friendly accommodations worldwide, and together with my Irish setter, Bo, we are traveling across the country, visiting uh, 25 states over the course of the next four months, just to source and report on luxury pet-friendly accommodations that are available to you and uh, the activities and restaurants and resources in each area that are pet-friendly and um, all the different things you can do. So in this episode, we are going to uh, just review for you what we've discovered in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Washington, D.C. And we'll be right back after these messages. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick Dog Boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club. And join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. A-B-O-N-E. Dash to dash P-I-C-K dot com. Pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick. A B O N E dash T-O dash P-I-C-K dot com. Get 10% off with coupon code PetLife. Hey, all you dog stylists, are you on the cutting edge of canine design and shaggy chic? Groomer Has It on Animal Planet is now casting for Season 2. Groomer Has It is looking for competitive dog stylists with amazing personalities to compete to become Animal Planet's top groomer. $50,000 grand prize for the winner, plus weekly compensation for all contestants during filming. If you have what it takes to be the top groomer, then audition for Groomer Has It today. For more information, contact Catherine at 310-727-3337, extension 71272, or email groomer has it at gmail.com pets can be a wonderful addition to your life keeping them healthy and happy is important pet life radio presents the pet doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian dr bernadine cruz whether you have a dog cat reptile or rabbit you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets the pet doctor on demand every week only on petliferadio.com
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Travel Tales and the special series called Luxury Digs. Being in the doghouse never felt so good. I'm Janine Franceschi, the owner of Paw, which is available online at www.luxurypaw.com. And it's an online hotel booking engine where you can research luxury, four-star or higher, pet-friendly accommodation properties all over the country, and you can book your hotel room right from the site. So one of the things that we do on the site is a canine concierge page and there we detail things for you that we've discovered that are pet friendly in each of the cities and so this week we have been to philadelphia pennsylvania and we stayed for two days we were at the western philadelphia on 99 south 17th street at liberty place and it was just a beautiful beautiful western hotel and like all of the westerns they feature the heavenly pet bed for Bo. And a food and water bowl and a mat and a couple of little treats. So it was a wonderful experience to just walk in and have all of those amenities available to him. There is no additional fee when you stay at a Westin with your pet. And the weight restriction for staying at a Westin is 40 pounds. That's kind of across the board, the Westin policy. But Bo is 65 pounds. And they had to, you know, make the cutoff somewhere. And what they're really aiming to say is medium-sized dog. So if you have a dog that's over 40 pounds, just make sure that when you make your reservation, you call to confirm and you speak with a manager and say, you know, I know the limit is 40, but my dog is 55 pounds or whatever. And um, they will almost always accommodate you if they if they can. Um, I've never had any trouble at a Weston staying with Bo. And again, he's 65 pounds. So... The one important thing about the Weston is that you cannot leave the dog or the pet unattended in the room. So you need to have lined up activities that you can bring the pet with you or take advantage of the canine concierge page on the luxurypaw.com website. And that will give you um, head you in the right direction to some resources for pet sitting or daycare um, or dog walking. The city of Philadelphia is just really walkable. We walked absolutely everywhere. And we spent a lot of time in the Rittenhouse Square area and the Old Town area, um, which is where they house the, the Liberty Bell. And we really loved, just loved the Independence National Park area. It's where they house the Liberty Bell, as I said. It's located at Market and Fifth Streets. And pets are not allowed to go inside, but there is a path that takes you around the back of the building where there's a big window and a big bronze plaque, and you can read about the history of the bell and about the history of its travels and how it ended up there in Philadelphia and the, the crack and, and all of that. And um, so you can see it and read about it. You just can't go in the building. And uh, one of our favorite kind of undiscovered gems there, pet-friendly gems, is in that same area. There are pet-friendly horse-drawn carriage rides available all around the Old Town District. And... Um, they were $30. There were 15 or 20 to choose from the day that, that we were there. And they were all you know, dressed up. The horses were all beautiful. And 
and the carriages are lovely and it's a great way to cover a lot of ground in that area and give both you and your pet a little bit of a rest. I have to tell you that after walking all over New York City and Philadelphia and Washington, D.C. this week, my feet are starting to hurt. So I'm sure that Bo uh, appreciated the rest. Some of the tips over the course of these podcasts that I share with you may seem just kind of glaringly obvious, but they can be so easily overlooked and they're suggestions that hopefully will make your travel experience nicer for both you and your pet and and the uh, take a ride when you can. You know, you just don't realize how many miles you put on as you're walking around a walkable city that you've never been to before. There's so many interesting things to see and do and you just kind of follow your nose and all of a sudden you've been walking for two and a half hours. And um, we have been very lucky to have beautiful weather, but it's been hot. So you need to remember to always, always have enough water. And I've been able to uh, teach Bo how to drink out of a squeeze water bottle so that we don't have to carry around a bowl. Um, I can just take it out of my purse. It's just one of those regular bottles of water that have a little um, spout on the top. And it's really convenient. It gets him hydrated, keeps him hydrated, and um, we don't have to carry around a lot of extra things. And I just try to fill that whenever we sit down to a restaurant or I, I walked into a florist shop the other day and just asked them to fill it and people are so accommodating that they don't mind really doing things like that at all. And uh, the other thing that you just seems so obvious but you may not even think of it until you've been walking in the sun for an hour but is to walk on the shaded side of the street and their pads can get very uh, sensitive from all the walking and the sidewalks get hot. So just walk on the, the shaded side of the street if you can or on some grass if that's available to you. And the other thing that, you know, is just I can't stress enough is even if you just think you're going to take a walk around the block of your hotel um, to take the pet out, you know, for for a walk, take a minimum of supplies with you so that when you see something interesting or an opportunity presents itself to participate in a tour or sit for a free concert, you don't have to go back to the hotel and miss the moment because absolutely without a doubt, the best things, the most interesting trip things on any trip are the unplanned surprises that you just kind of stumble across. And so every time you leave your hotel room, um, take a water bottle, some cleanup baggies, your credit card, your room key, and your cell phone. And you will be able to just participate in, in anything that, that comes across your path. Uh, some of the restaurants in Philadelphia, the pet-friendly restaurants, um, were wonderful. There were four or five to choose from around the Rittenhouse Park Square area, which is a lovely park that um, was very pet-friendly. Bo was allowed in the park, on the grass. You just need to be very uh, diligent about cleanups. There are signs all over the city of Philadelphia uh, that there is a $300 fine if you are caught not taking care of your messes. So (laughs) make sure that you are diligent about cleanup. But if you are and you're a conscientious uh, pet owner, then you won't have any problems. The, The city by and large, is very pet-friendly in their public spaces. Uh, But one of the restaurants that we really, really enjoyed was called Park, and it's 227 South 18th Street in Philadelphia, and Park is this wonderful little French bistro, and it's very reminiscent of Paris in that they've got this wonderful sidewalk dining, and all of the chairs are facing out, 
toward the sidewalk and toward the park so that you can people watch and see the activity and, and see what's going on. It's very reminiscent of the Parisian cafe scene. And the food was wonderful. And uh, with c'est magnifique, it was fabulous. It was really, the people were great, and it was, it was wonderful. Some of the resources that we discovered in Philadelphia, again, you know, just always, always tap your hotel concierge. They are so informative and just such a wealth of information. It really cuts down on the time you need to spend discovering where the right park is to take the dog or where the only fenced-in park is, which we found, which was down on 25th and Spruce. It's a wonderful park, but it's about, you know, seven or eight blocks away, and we would not have stumbled over it had we not asked. And the other thing that we discovered resource-wise this trip was uh, the Weston Hotel have some amazing, amazing resources that they haven't necessarily created to be pet-friendly, but are really applicable to anything that you're looking to do with your pet. And one of the really great ones that they provide is um, a program called Runner's World Maps. And a company named Runner's World has developed these three- and five-mile walks and runs for runners around each Weston hotel. Now, some of them participate in this and some of them don't. And the Weston in Philadelphia does. And your concierge can give you this great little map that has a very clearly marked out three and five mile walk. That's fantastic for your dog. And again, it's not intended for pets, but it's a great resource if you're looking to um, find a scripted or measured walk along your trip. Our overall impression of Philadelphia's pet friendliness was that, again, the parks and the city on a whole, incredibly pet friendly. There were very few public spaces where Bo was not allowed. Um, you know, he's not allowed in any of the historic museums or any of the historic monuments, but certainly outside in the park areas, they're more than welcome to allow pets if you are a diligent pet owner and just are really on top of, of cleanup. In general, though, when it's hard not to compare cities. We just spent a week in New York City and the level of enthusiasm that people had in New York when they saw Bo and saw him in a store and you know just saw him in the hotel was so much more in New York than it was in Philadelphia and I don't know what that is all about but um, they weren't unhappy to see him they just weren't over the moon <laughs> to see him so in general you know we, we had a wonderful time we didn't have a bad experience but it just wasn't as I don't know, the vibe was just a little bit different than, say, New York or Boston or um, even Washington, D.C., which is uh, what we'll talk about when we come back from this next break. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Attention, passengers. Please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? 
Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. If you love your pet, you won't want to miss the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo, September 27th and 28th at the Kentucky Expo Center. Check out the latest in pet products and services from over 100 exhibitors. Meet adoptable pets from local shelters and rescue groups, demonstrations, and a pet fashion show. Plus, you can enter your pet into lots of fun contests with great prizes. It's all at the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo, September 27th and 28th at the Kentucky Expo Center. Go to LouisvillePetExpo.com for more. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Travel Tales, and this is a special series of reports called Luxury Digs. Being in the doghouse never felt so good. I'm Janine Franceschi, your host, and uh, I want to thank you for joining us. I'm the owner of PAW, Pet Friendly Accommodations Worldwide, on the web at www.luxurypaw.com. And we are going to tell you about some of the wonderful, wonderful things we discovered recently on our promotional tour in Washington, D.C. We stayed at the Hotel Madeira which is 1310 New Hampshire Avenue, northwest in Washington, D.C., just outside of uh, DuPont Circle. And it's a Kimpton Hotel, and this is the first Kimpton Hotel that we've stayed at on our promotional tour. Kimpton is a wonderful company of, I think they have about 35 or 40 pet-friendly boutique hotels luxury, four-star or higher, all across the country. And I've been very anxious to stay in a a Kimpton hotel and and be able to tell you about it. And I have to say, they really know how to do it right. They do a beautiful, beautiful job of level of service, level of amenity, um, level of amenity for the pet, 
as well as the guest. They really, really do a phenomenal job. There is no additional fee to have the pet with you. There is no weight limit at any of their hotels. The really nice thing is that you, if you have a well-behaved dog, <laughs> not, not just any dog, but it has to be a well-behaved dog, but you can leave your cell phone number with the um, concierge and the front desk, and you can leave the dog unattended in the room, which so many hotels don't let you do. And that really frees you up, especially in Washington, D.C., to go take advantage of some of the magnificent museums and monuments where your pet is not allowed. And so that's a really nice nice feature to have. And they offer a welcome amenity, big food bowl, big water bowl, cleanup bag dispenser, a little cookie treat, a Kimpton leash, and, uh, you know, those all for bow. And, and then for me, just every little amenity, every little thing was really thought through. They provided uh, complimentary New York Times every day. And I was really pleasantly surprised on Sunday morning to wake up and find the New York Times Sunday edition complimentary on my on my door and complimentary coffee and tea in the morning. And every evening, Kimpton hosts a social hour. They invite you down to the lobby to mingle with other guests and you're welcome to bring your pet. And they offer you a, a glass of wine or two. And it's really nice, a really nice way to meet other travelers who you may not necessarily have any exposure to. And so I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the Madeira Hotel in Washington, D.C. And we're staying at some other Kimptons throughout our travels. And so I'm really looking forward to staying in each of those. Washington, D.C. was very pet-friendly. Everybody really happy to see Bo, stop him on the sidewalk, ask what kind of dog he is. They were just really enthusiastic in the city as a whole. Washington is a big, sprawling city. I didn't realize before being here how far away the different neighborhoods are from one another. And um, there are several areas that you, you really don't want to miss. So if you didn't bring a car to D.C., you really should take advantage of the taxis to get from one area, one neighborhood to another. Because if you're going to be walking from one area to another, you're, you're going to lose a lot of time. And each area is really interesting and fun and offers really different things. One of the really great surprises for people in D.C. is that like New York City, D.C. is very pet-friendly when it comes to shopping. Mostly, I think it's because you're not going to a mall where the stores are inside. It's all downtown street shopping. So you're walking from store to store, and they're just perfectly happy to have Bo come into the store. I always, as I mentioned in the last podcast, always pop my head in the door first and say, is it okay for Bo to be in here? And nine times out of ten, actually in, in Washington, ten times out of ten, they said yes. We, we didn't get turned away from anywhere. And um, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, if you like a long walk, Washington, D.C. Is, is a fantastic place for that because the National Mall with the Lincoln Memorial on one end and the Capitol on the other end, I mean, it's just this endless stretch of paths with reflecting pools and amazing architecture and monuments, and there's always something to keep you engaged and interested. And um, behind Capitol, the Capitol building is the Capitol Hill neighborhood, and they have a handful of really great outdoor dining pet-friendly options. So, 
So that was great. I think probably one of my favorite areas of Washington, D.C. would have to be Georgetown. It was really lovely. You should you know, take a day to do Georgetown. And there's a wonderful park just on the outskirts before you get into Georgetown. And there's fantastic pet-friendly shopping all along Pennsylvania and Wisconsin Avenues. There's a gap at Banana Republic, a Restoration Hardware. Uh, there's an adorable little pet boutique called the Georgetown Pet Boutique on Pennsylvania Ave, a Barnes & Noble. Uh, there's a Dean & DeLuca that has um, outdoor access. You can't take the pet into the Dean & DeLuca grocery store, but they have their patisserie and cafe is accessible outside. And so you can just kind of walk up to the window you know, order your favorite carrot cake, cupcake, and cup of tea, and go sit outside with your pet. It's really lovely. There was a, it's really lovely. There's a wonderful restaurant on Prospect Street, uh, 3251 Prospect Street, Northwest, called Peacock Cafe. And they are just kind of an American bistro, but again, they have outdoor patio dining under an awning. So even if it were raining, which it wasn't, but even if it were a slight drizzle, we still would have been able to eat outside. And we were in Georgetown on Sunday morning, mid-morning, and they had just a wonderful brunch. They brought Bo a bowl of water immediately, made us feel very welcome. Uh, Bo was certainly not the only dog out there on the patio, and um, it was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed every aspect of it, the food, the atmosphere, the other patrons. It was it was just really delightful. And uh, we did find an extravagant indulgence in Georgetown, which I always try to find. <laughs> and we had popped our head into the Georgetown Aveda store and salon. And Aveda has wonderful hair products and skin products. And it's just always so much fun to, to go in there and tool around and see what they've got. But this Aveda was also a salon. And um, when I saw that it was a salon. I've needed a haircut for a long time. And uh, they were so accommodating to Bo that when I saw that it was a salon, I said, do you think that, you know, we could stay in and get our hair, get my haircut? And they were completely accommodating. So I have found a wonderful pet-friendly hair salon in Georgetown that not only is it pet-friendly and not only do they have fantastic products, but I got a fantastic haircut. I mean, really, one of the nicest haircuts I've had in a really long time. And so you should definitely call, make an appointment. I think that we just got very lucky on Sunday afternoon to kind of stumble across it and have them have an opening. But make an appointment. Make an appointment with Roy. He was wonderful. And um, you will really be happy, really, really be happy. It's hard to find a good salon. It's almost impossible to find a good pet-friendly salon. So please, if uh, you're in the area, take advantage because you'll be very happy. Our overall impression of Georgetown was that it just it couldn't be lovelier. It was a wonderful little historic village within the city with brick sidewalks. It was very reminiscent to me of, of Nantucket. So I was very comfortable and, and felt very at home there. And it's a very kind of casual vibe. It's um, just really a fantastic way to spend a Sunday afternoon. It's great, you know, bring the newspaper to any one of the outside cafes, stroll around and just enjoy. It's, it's very peaceful and comfortable. And there's also DuPont Circle that offers really interesting, a little bit funkier shopping experience than Georgetown. And um, 
there you've got right off of DuPont Circle, you've got Connecticut Avenue, which takes you from DuPont Circle right down to the White House. And that street is filled with really high-end name boutiques and shops that uh, you'll recognize. And the overall experience was really, really spectacular. There are a couple of fun tours that you can do once you get down kind of to the National Mall. There's Capitol River Cruises, which is 31st Street and K Street Northwest. And they're across from Riverside Grill on the dock. And they are pet-friendly river tours and river cruises. And you get to go by all the monuments and see them from the water. So it's a different vantage point than you normally would get. Again, it's an opportunity to sit instead of walking around a lot, um, which is a nice little respite if you can work that into your day somehow for both you and your pet. All of the memorials, the FDR Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, the National Mall, they're all pet-friendly up until just the perimeter of the monument. So you, if it's a covered monument, you can't go in under the covering. You can just go right up to the perimeter of it. But that's always enough. You know, you, you really you really see what you came to see, and you're not you're really not missing anything too too much. Uh, you you get the same general experience. And the National Arboretum is pet friendly, and that's just magnificent. There is also a free tour called DC by Foot, and they happen every day at two o'clock and six o'clock, and they meet at the Washington Monument, uh, the north corner of Constitution Avenue and 15th Street. And they are free walking tours of the monuments and and downtown D.C. area. You know, you're not expected to, but it's really nice if you tip your tour guides because that's how they make their money in this tour. And it's really fun and informative and definitely, definitely a great take. Uh, if you just want a little little history, a little background, a little direction, and your pet is welcome if he's well-behaved and on a great leash. I mean, overall, our experience in Washington, D.C. was wonderful, really, really wonderful. And as I mentioned, the museums and the monuments, although they are not pet-friendly and you want to see them, you definitely you don't want to be here and not participate in those. So make sure to utilize the LuxuryPaw.com DC Canine Concierge page to locate pet sitters and daycare and double-check the special notes section of each Washington hotel that we feature on PAW to make sure that they that you are allowed to leave the pet in the room unattended um, and that if you aren't, you're able to line up some daycare options so that you don't miss out on, on some of the things that you are definitely going to want to see when you're here. There's a lot of walking in Washington, D.C., so just be prepared for that. And um, it's probably worth noting a couple of notes on safety. I never felt unsafe in Washington, D.C., never never felt compromised in any way. Um, But it was the first city where the concierge suggested that I not stray too far from the hotel during Bo's evening walk. I wouldn't anyway, you know, traveling with a dog, though might give you a false sense of security and and Bo is now accustomed so accustomed to people coming up to him all the time that his kind of human apprehension mechanism is is almost completely gone he's just a big goof you know friendly lovey dog and so that barrier that you think you might have 
really doesn't exist. But, you know, think about your safety and be aware of your surroundings. It's you know, so easy to stray off course in a busy city. And some things that I've discovered that really, really help. One thing is my purse, my bag. I have a big leather bag. It holds a lot of things so that when we run out, I can just throw everything in the bag and we've got everything that we need. Um, but it has a couple of different metal rings on the outside of the bag. And I've put a carabina on the end of Bo's leash. And I clip that right to my purse. And this does a couple of things. It frees up both hands. You know, I can pull up the slack on his leash a little bit if I need to. But it's really nice to have both hands available to me. And it attaches a 65-pound dog to my purse, which is which is quite a deterrent <laughs> if anyone's looking to, you know, do you harm, um, even though a dog is unpredictable. And that alone is a great deterrent for somebody. You know, this doesn't hurt that it's, it's now attached to your purse and everybody can kind of see that. A dog is also a really wonderful vehicle for somebody to engage you in conversation. And although that's wonderful and that's how you meet people and that's what you want, sometimes if, if someone has less than, than pure motives, it engages you in conversation, it distracts you, it let them get physically closer to you than you probably would normally allow a stranger. And you've let your guard down a bit because, oh, this is a dog lover. This can't be a bad person. You know, just be aware of these things. Um, you know, don't let people distract you from, from your surroundings and what's going on. And don't be afraid to travel and see the city and be out at night. But just be aware. And, you you know, you won't have any problems and you'll have a wonderful, wonderful trip. We would... Uh, we're almost out of time. Next week, we're going to review Boston and Virginia for you. And so we're really excited. We found some amazing and wonderful things to do in Boston. Uh, private yacht charters, actually, that are pet friendly in the Boston boat basin and um, rowing on the Charles River. And there's a, a private helicopter tour that you can take in the city. So really, really fun things to do in Boston. And uh, we're headed to Virginia after this uh, recording of this podcast. So we'll have some new and fun things to tell you about there. I'd like to uh, take a moment to thank our sponsors for the show and uh, remind you to please visit LuxuryPod.com, which is pet-friendly accommodations worldwide. And that's available on the web at www.LuxuryPod.com to find all of the contact information for the places we've mentioned on today's show. And uh, please email me with any questions or suggestions or comments, uh, Janine at PetLifeRadio.com. So tune in next week for Boston and Virginia, and we're looking forward to sharing our experiences with you then. Take care. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with Travel Tales, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.